Good morning. At least it's morning here. In, uh, in the Black Stag Ho Hojo. It's a pretty fancy name, Black Stag. But it's true. So, so I thought about uh, different talk titles. Nothing really uh, uh, came uh, to uh, Mountains and Rivers. And which are, uh, most of you know, mountains and rivers just means questions, questions. So, and that way, since there's so much going on in the world, it might, in some sense, it's maybe better to open it up in that way because there are a lot of things people might like to ask about. And I am always ready to talk about anything. So, I mean, all of the things that are happening in our cities and uh, terrible things that are going this way and that way and, and the crazy commentary on everything is uh, outlandish. Don't want to get too much into a particular discussion, so I don't do discussions much, but I do questions. You can have a discussion with me by asking questions. I sometimes say, come and get me, or I don't mean come and get me to, to be rude to me, um, but... Uh, Keep the questions uh, not too circular, not too many uh, aspects to it. I think very slowly. I'm not just uh, saying that. Very slow. I do everything very slow except the things that I do fast, which are eat. <laughs> eat fast. I hear that's not good for you. It's usually somebody who eats really slow who tells you that. I've been lectured by many slow eaters. Slow down. Should you concern with your health? <laughs> so if there are questions I'd be happy to respond to them Rabbi, I have a question certainly how should we work with uh, right livelihood during all of the COVID stuff slowly and this is a, it's a good time to ask that. Do it Do it slowly. Uh, rather than try to figure things out before the things that you're trying to figure out. Uh, you know, don't jump into uh, uh, algorithms immediately about everything. Stop it. Wait till the things that you're going to work with are, are relatively stable. That means haven't changed in three days. Because everything is changing. And so if you watch closely, if you have a strong awareness practice and you're watching the comings and goings of uh, samsara, of your mind, and of your neighborhood, of your family, of your sangha, of your health, and all the other uh, aspects of that, uh, the problem we call life. So do it slowly, rather than uh, conclude, because sometimes the, the, the desire to conclude is like the desire to just get it over with. We don't like being in uh, uh, no person's land. We don't like that feeling. So I would say... You might want to hang out there for a while because that's what—that's the truth. No person. There is no personhood. It's, it's so uh, to one who understands this, they are not uh, perplexed, nor are they flummoxed by anything. Nothing. I'm not saying they don't say, "Oh, we, we need to take care of that." Or, Whoops! I didn't think that was going to happen. But uh, it might be a good idea if you train your mind so that the clarity. Uh, the natural clarity that is everyone's birthright uh, begins to have some kind of room, some kind of spaciousness, some kind of openness, some kind of 
not any particular need for what? Something else. Uh, the, the way that wanting something else uh, shows up in, uh, from just a slight differentiation we're having in our mind. I kind of don't like that. I, I could stop that or start this. So that happens. And then there's the extreme kind that I doubt that's happening with anyone here. But in the world, is world is extreme. Is extreme. It is so intense that, that that greed will trample on everybody to to do what to get its perceived solution. To get to get what it wants, and that, and what it wants, even that is based on causes and conditions that are constantly fluctuating back and forth. So, Shoto, we'll talk, like the job situation you were uh, looking at uh, doing, and we don't have to go into the de details of that, but. Just, just go slow on that. You, you, if you don't settle down on something and clamp down on something, then when other situations, causes and conditions coming around that make this not appropriate anymore, then if you haven't clamped down, uh, then it's much easier to adjust or see, well, maybe we could go this way or go that way. <clears throat> Some people are very, uh, very fixed, and, and which is a stand-in for stability because uh, uh, fixity is not, or clinging, or grasping, or fixation, or uh, um, fundamentalism is not stability. It's blindness. It's ignorance. It's a kind of blindness. So um, as a students, if you're a student of mine, then my encouragement to you is, please, see clearly. And how do you do that? You look at the issues. You look at the problems without, so you could say, prematurely going in and changing, twisting, planning ahead. Plans are great. But the thing that the, you know it's a plan if it fails. That's how you know it was a plan. And plans always need something in a way. Tweaking or, oh, well, that's not going to, no, I'll adjust this. And then even that should be, we should go very slow and uh, take some time. So further question about that, Shoto? About, yes. Um, I noticed even if I don't, overtly act on something. I have this kind of window shopping mentality where I'm trying to get as many options in front of me as possible. <clears throat> um, so even if I'm not moving in that direction, can, can that window shopping mentality be, um, be too much with the situation? Uh, well, you, it could be because it could be, you, you need so much security and so many options that the options themselves, just to use a visual metaphor, just become blurry. And what comes becomes blurry is the actual situation, not that crisp concept around it. And that's when you start mistaking uh, the, the, the concept about the thing for the thing. And that's when that thing starts to shift. You're still locked down on the concept about it. And it's actually, it's moved on. It's 15 miles down the road. And now it's bright blue instead of a uh, taupe. So there again, so go ahead, go ahead, please. You. For me to work with that, will it feel like <clears throat> having to intentionally slow down? You may have to intentionally slow down, but I recommend as you, I'm sure you'll recognize this is the way I teach by watching how speedy you are, not by coming up with a, uh, some kind of preconception about speed or <clears throat> slowing down or any of that, and actually watch the speediness, which is will probably not be so comfortable. And if you actually just observing the speediness, uh, and, unless you're there's a whole lot of impatience around it, uh, probably.
probably will slow down on, on its own because a lot of that speed is just unnecessary and just kicks up dirt. And so we get so anxious. We, we want that. And here we're coming back to the second noble truth. <coughs> Excuse me. Wanting things to be other than they are. Some other way. We want something else. The desire, the grasping, or if it gets intense, even the, the greed, um, you know, can uh, not only hurt yourself, it can hurt others. Might not even know it. A lot of the greed in the world is those individuals who I call them that, who are greedy, actually feel like they're. This is okay. This is how it is. I mean, I'm supposed to be. But they wouldn't know that they're in the, in, the, in the jealous God realm or, or the God realm for them. They wouldn't know that necessarily. They would just think of, look at other people and say, well, that's your lot. And my lot is to be a famous movie star. And I'm so beautiful. I don't know what that's like to begin to look in the mirror and see who's actually there. Uh, that can be frightening if you've been covering it up for 30, 40, 50 years. And so if you want to, if you want to look, if you want to see, if you want to see, get to know yourself, this is something I've been working on for a long time, just in this lifetime. I can help you, but I can't help you without your permission. And even with your permission, if anyone comes to me and asks, I'm always very tentative. I always watch very closely. It's how earnest, how serious they are. And I can tell. So, and I don't have to read minds to do it. There's nothing to read. There's just mind, and it doesn't belong to anyone. <clears throat> if you think it does, then you'll you'll come to conclusions that are not helpful. Questions are good if you have them. Peace on. Uh, more about work in the in the days of COVID. Um, what what I'm experiencing feels like a great amount of churning that I'm, there's something to do and then there's another thing that comes up and another thing that comes up. It's difficult to know what to respond to. How can I work with that? Yeah. Well, of course, said a lot. Sharpen the blade, sit down and the very... Uh, Consciousness, mind, whole body-mind complex uh, that is Isan is is in should be in receiver mode as much as possible. And how do we do that? We practice receiving, and, and it's very hard to practice. Some people try to do this called meditation and action. I don't teach that. I teach it individually to some people, depending on the issues they're having. But I always do it very, very individual. So, but I don't just say, "Here's what you should do for meditation and action," as a <clears throat> so train the train the mind. So keep it keep a strong contrast. Sit down, hold still, just observe what moves, and then whatever kind of ritual or formal practice you do, that could be different with each person. Uh, unless you live in the monastery, and then everybody does it the same way, pretty much. And then uh, when you get up and move into that uh, uh, that difficulty that's coming and going, as you just described then there's more ability to meet it and realize that there, you don't have to meet it and get a credential, yes, I met this, or get a credential, uh, how much, uh, or get, get some kind of evaluation, how, how long is this gonna go on? Okay, I'm doing this and that should be done too, and how do I divide up my time? Am I close to what you're dealing with? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, 
that's yeah. And so I'm just saying, uh, what happens is the uh, the mind is uh, functions something like someone doing programming. Uh, it needs to find a solution. It's all what's the problem, and how do I fix it? And that's uh, for those of your computer program programmers. I'm sure you'll recognize what I'm saying because that's basically what it is. What's the issue? What are the options? Are there, are there how many outcomes are there? How many? Uh, you know, we just get clogged up. With that, and what I would say is just slow way down, stay in your senses, uh, don't maintain. And when I say stay, I don't mean a, ma a maintenance of it, uh, because that that's uh, actually uh, slowly bleeds over into ignorance without even being noticed. Very nature of ignorance is not to notice. <clears throat> so the awareness of that you can't quite do it is closer to what I mean when I say just watch what's moving. Watch the movement of it. Use the movement uh, going from this is happening, that's happening. Uh, and I'll be very literal. Uh, this is going to take me 20, 20 uh, more minutes, and this needs to be done in 10 minutes. And in 10 minutes, I've got to start working on this or it'll collapse or go into the back into the place where I can't even work on it anymore for three weeks and, and all those kind of, you know, these are just these are just structures that are that programmers deal with all the time. I'm not a programmer. I'm a deprogrammer. And that's that's scary to ego. Ego doesn't want to be deprogrammed, and it will make all kinds of promises uh, to that aspect of the mind that will listen, saying it'll be okay. Just let me come in the door. I just want to keep existing. I promise not to meddle with anything. I won't touch anything. I won't eat eat anything without your permission. Just let me come along on the road to enlightenment with you. Difficult because we everyone has their own load of frustration. Uh, which is just highly polished fear. Fear that you're going to lose control, that you're fear. Fear is the, that, that's the underlying thing, it seems, in any kind of, a, uh, you know, simple thing. Well, I got this to do and I've got to do that. I don't have time. I'm going to have time to do that. Or maybe you don't have a wristwatch. You go, am I going to have time to do that? Ask your little, 10 years from now, this will just solve it for you. Because it will be, it will be tracking you. If, unless you listen to me, these things are going to be tracking you everywhere and telling you what to do next and how to live your life. You're going to be living your life out of uh, countless numbers of algorithms that are reading your, your all of your sensorium. Please don't do it. Do not time your meditation with one of those. You could even leave it in the other room. <coughs> Use what's called a. Uh, uh, analog clock. See these? They have little, little hands on them. And they go, well, the second hand goes like that. Our hand moves about this fast. You notice how movement sometimes looks like stillness? That's what Rumi's dealing with. Nicole. Yes. Nicole, the Minneapolis suburbs has a question. Nicole. She says, um, our situation here is escalating. I'm keenly aware of my fear for the safety of my family, wondering even if or when we should evacuate. How do I work with this fear today? Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, Nicole, Nicole Hinches, right? No. So, Nicole, that's, uh, oh, that's, that is so situational. And so it's like talking to someone in, and it's trying to get into a lifeboat, uh, when you're in, uh, when you're in your kitchen. Um, 
one thing I would say is don't don't stop your your sitting practice. Try to find some time to do that rather than just worry and going circles. Uh, since I don't know the specific situation, I'm happy to talk to you about it. If you want to call me or connect with me personally, I'm happy to help you with it. But it's not necessary. Uh, not, <coughs> Excuse me. Which uh, which suburb do you live in, Nicole? Of course, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. The whole place is coming apart there. Okay, she's on YouTube, so I know. it'll take a minute. On YouTube, okay. So some people are on YouTube, and other people are. Uh, so this somehow is working out okay to have the YouTube on and and uh, and Zoom also. Seems to be. Seems to be. Yeah. You know, so. Otherwise, Nicole is <laughs> asking your question. Um, if, if you could ask me maybe something more specific, uh, uh, other than to continue to train your mind, I would say, and I, I don't think I even have to say this to you particularly, but I, I would not leave my house. I would not go out and it's really dangerous because the, the energy that's, being, that's flying every direction is based on people's fear they never inspected. It's not just based on what the trigger, which is a horrible murder, uh, of this, uh, of this, uh, George Floyd, yeah, Mr. Floyd, George Floyd. So that's anyway, I could talk to you personally about it if you'd like to. Further questions, Kevin Bowing, Kevin, on, on, on this theme, I'm trying to articulate this in some way. Uh, so as a as a white person, I wonder how much uh, my seeming ability to do nothing unless I have to is relative to my whiteness or if it's relative to awareness practice. Because I see a lot of people of color who, who, given their personal situation, their literal skin in the game, yeah. may well feel that they have no choice but to go out into the streets. And yeah. so I'm just very curious about this relative yeah. dynamic and, compared and, to... And even though it might show up... On. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, you, okay. you get so, the idea. Okay, so uh, <laughs> even though even though the obvious uh, contrast is white and black and brown and all of that, still there's other considerations that are just below that, that surface. <laughs> That take us, that make us even more unique. We are each so incredibly unique. This is why it is so difficult to see through the the so-called personhood. That's why it's so difficult to see that is because there's so many other levels of contrast going every direction. And so, <clears throat> um, I, I'm not sure how to, you know, a specific situation. Uh, the way I address that is say, don't do anything unless you have to, and try, if you can, not to get into some kind of evaluation of how how well you're doing, or any kind of evaluation is going to be based on half-truths. All, all evidence is partial. Even the evidence for uh, this murder is partial. Even though it's right in front of us, it's still not everything is there. <coughs> Pardon me, I don't know why, what I have in my throat other than frogs from the pond, probably. Um, but when I say it's partial, I don't mean to, you know, to uh, dismiss it. It's very important, but to, to come to any kind of intense, absolute right and absolute wrong conclusion, or I absolutely have to do this or absolutely have to do that. This may show up this way that you individually may need to do something. Like someone, uh, if someone talks to me, I said, don't do anything, but just change your, 
train your mind so that they're as clear as possible, so that if you do happen to need to go out into the environment, go out and march with signs or 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 interact or or even confront someone or or help others who are doing the same or how, whatever whatever the various ways that that could show up, that you will do it out of, out of a mind that is open and on receive rather than on producing things that are coming out of fear that has been hidden up to this point. <coughs> Excuse me, it's very difficult to control that. Once there's a crisis, then the mind starts to look for what? Algorithms. How to get out of it. How to do something else. How to fix it. Please stop it. We've been doing this. This what's happened there is horrible. We're right in the midst of it. It's, we're right at this, the tip of the spear where it's happening. But this has been going on for millions of years. Millions. Human beings have been around for a long time. I sometimes say, not not completely jokingly, what about the Peloponnesian Wars? Why should we forget those? People died and murdered each other in those. Uh, how about the Second World War? My father was killed. Uh, I was four years old. I never got to see him. Nobody's talking about that. That just 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 happened. Uh, uh, what I don't know, seventy years ago, something like that. Not that anybody needs to. It's just that people are uh, terrible. All, all war is is just some kind of a some kind of state-sanctioned uh, aggression against someone else, and it's always about control. The, the humanity is totally submerged there. <coughs> World leaders, I don't care how shiny they are, how many, how, if their name is Churchill or whatever it is. I'm not going for right and wrong. I'm just saying, what is this? And that's what I would say. Train this mind, train your mind so that you see so clearly that anytime you come into any kind of obstructions or correction or any kind of fiddling around that, that escalates into people dying, people, uh, that, that situation, the way it showed up to me, is those those uh, people in uniform there probably 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 had been joking about people you know being light about these instead of uh, to protect and serve it's to uh, uh, beat up and take advantage of and push around and take our own frustrations that person who committed that <coughs> all four of those people as sometimes it said they have families they have children and they go home to their families but. Uh, and, you know, that's the contrast part of it. The deeper part of it uh, is that they, they have not, they have no mind training. Most religions, very little mind training. It's more about control. Even even our tradition. Go, uh, go practice in Japan. And I'm not saying they're evil or bad or anything. My teacher, I've been there. I practiced over there. My teacher, of course, Gomenchina Roshi. Uh, but even he, when he came here, was beginning to see the way forms are used to control. And uh, so he wasn't about to do away with it, but we need to use the forms to help us, not just help us train our minds to liberate ourselves, not just to something to obey and uh, and, uh, and so on. So uh, pardon me for rambling a little bit, but if you, have, if you want to take that question or refine it a little bit or bring me back to square one, I'd appreciate it. No, I just, I guess what I'm experiencing is like the, the more that I've been practicing in this environment, the more leaden I feel in a way, like, like I just couldn't force myself to do anything. And, and 
I mean, aside from, you know, donating and listening to friends and keeping informed, but like, I just know, like, I don't want to go, go out and get hit with a club or yeah. set a car on fire or, you know, I, there's some sense of like self-preservation, which is, feels very primal and, and, and choiceless in this. But there's also, a, a, as you've described, this intense, like, social propaganda, even from sort of like liberal left people who are like, if you're not here, you're, you're the enemy kind of a thing, which is, uh, is creating just a lot of, you know, dissonance in this knowing that I'm not going to do anything about it, but also feeling the sort of ambient social pressure and, and so on. Well, you know, I, probably don't have to say that you know what that's based on. That's based on fear. And since the person who is saying that and trying to push you into something uh, based on fear and based based on and wanting to control in order to be able to subdue the fear, that would be like me saying everybody should meditate. Everybody should be a Buddhist. I mean, not the same, but similar to just because of the way I see this. Uh, it's very disrespectful to others. And this is where the war starts. I say, don't go to war. And I also say, don't go to peace. This is another example of someone, ta- don't take a position on anything. And that way you will see the nature of positions. Once you take a position, and this is, uh, took me a long time to take this so-called position. I resisted this for a long time, and I don't know if it was, had some kind of reason. A lot of it was just narcissism. I didn't want to look too fancy. I, I felt like I had some understanding, and uh, I found out I didn't have any. So, therefore, I was able to become a monk. I'm not kidding you. You don't, you don't need the kind of understanding that is about right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, good and evil, all of that. That's, uh, I'm not saying that is a, doesn't have its, what, merits, or it doesn't have its uh, validation. And there are plenty of people who dealt with that and are far more intelligent and kind and wonderful and saint-like. And so I'm not saying that I'm going to take the whole, tear the whole Christmas tree down, but it's look closely, live your life. Don't miss your life. I say it over and over again. Be genuine. <clears throat> and that situation in New York, of course, or as uh, Nicole in... Uh, she's in Medina. She's in Medina, yeah. So, um, you know, the situation that... Uh, uh, that anybody's in anywhere is going to be, to be at the, we're all in this chaos situation as you know I don't know anything to say other than train your mind and less is better because most of the you know the stirring up situation is um, and as I've said before I've mentioned before we're way out in the country have a couple of neighbors and one of them has a Trump Trump flag on their flagpole. A little difficult to, uh, to to know that next door neighbor is uh, has that kind of a dynamic going on. I don't think it's wrong. I think they're they're suffering too. They have their difficulty. Uh, the president of the United States, that regardless of how proud of himself he is, it's still a difficult situation. He might even be considering not doing that anymore. And he could make it look like a totally you know, well, of course, I was only going to do this for a while. Now I need to graduate to the next level, which is king of the universe. Or something. So, which maybe he should maybe be doing better at that. 
I'd be happy to help in that kingdom universe. In your point, what do you mean, kingdom universe? How would you help? Well, I would. Well, I, I would. Then he would be actually leaving his uh, his uh, tethers to all to the rest of the society. We do it totally in his head. He would be in what they, what they used to call the the, the castle. Uh, oh, insane asylum. That's right. Not a judgment, just an observation. So don't go to war with war. And when you see intense suffering, or these anybody who's making a big fuss in, in the form of complaining about somebody else who just made a big fuss, about somebody else who made it, it's just so very, very circular. And, uh, you know, as far as us being in danger, let's say less is better. Don't. Don't turn into some kind of a hero and jump into a burning building. The burn, the, the building, the that match was struck centuries ago, and the building sometimes burns a lot, and then it cools off, and then they add more rooms to it called other nations, other politics, and then it starts to burn again because there's no underlying foundation of truth to that. There's just constant control and passion, aggression, and ignorance. <coughs> I did. And looking at that, and it seems to me that you come back to control whenever you speak about anger. Even in myself, I think that uh, when I get angry, it's because I want to control. Yeah, it's basic. Is that? Is that yeah, it's just in, just impatience. Simply put. And, and that doesn't solve the problem. It just means wanting something else. Namely, for this to happen or that to happen is not happening, so we start to get angry. <coughs> when things don't go, as they say, our way. And uh, the way I talk about it is don't do anything with it, but observe that. If you try to do anything with it, it, so to speak, goes underground and then it shows up in another time when it gets triggered and because it, and then it tends to collect. It's called the Alevijana. And it's in the and the gatekeeper there, of course, is the seventh consciousness or the, the watchdog of the whole consciousness uh, structure here. It is very hard to see. It takes a while. It may take a long time. But don't give up. Just keep it's called a spiritual path. You don't get things on a spiritual path. If you're getting anything on the spiritual path, um, it won't last, especially if you stay on the path. You can make it last by finding a rest area, which is called, <clears throat> I finally got there. I'm finally peaceful. I'm finally no longer making war with anyone. Notice my body language. Questions of Adam, please.
example of yourself out and said, 10 years from now, we'll be, we'll be running our lives. And you said, don't do it. But at the same time, in order to participate, even what we use here with WhatsApp and Ring and Facebook and everything, if your phone is watching you and the algorithms are based on your participation, how can you how can you be with and participate in society without getting um, bombarded with the stuff yeah. that you don't even know? Very good, very good question. And so I would say uh, we aren't going to be able to you know uh, um, rip ourselves away from the body politic. We're going to have to deal with that because we're here and we're in this particular century with this particular. I'm doing my best as a someone who's been around probably longer than anybody here excuse me, <clears throat> to try to find a way to, to safeguard this particular mandala as much as I can before I, before I go back into uh, wherever this came from. And, and something that is not closed down to society, but is not necessarily, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's like spiritual distancing. I think I talked on that. And there's lots of other people, or, uh, religious people that talk about that kind of distancing uh, in a much different way than I do. But it's like uh, something about the whole shape of that could be uh, looked at. And so with the COVID-19, of course, we're doing the best that we can in contact with people who are health professionals. And with the <laughs> it's, it's confusing because you don't have any actual leadership on the national level. So therefore, uh, I don't need to go into that for any of you that watch the news. It's just complicated and difficult. You don't have good uh, leadership. Um, so I would say less is better. It's just like uh, I'm, I use this phone all the time. I, I've thought about throwing it in the pond, but probably would scare the fish. If I've done that, and uh, and I, I use it. I text, as you know, I text to people and communicate. And so the communication part is, I think, far outweighs all of the the risks there uh, of being under the uh, under the whatever the state is going to turn into that it uses this. It's going to be a lot about control. So uh, there's one thing that they don't have direct access to that you do, and that's your mind stream. You have but you, you, they will get it because that's what they're shooting for. Um, it won't work, but in the process of trying to do that, a lot of people are going to suffer and be imprisoned in other ways. So I would say just... Uh, Go slow. Sometimes I tell people, just like I did, don't use your phone to work with your meditation because eventually it'll be reading your heartbeat and it'll be reading your, uh, your all of your vitals. It'll just print them all out. And, and then there'll be a, a meditation evaluator. This is a very good meditation. It's a very bad meditation. Yes, you need to do this. You need you need more water. You need more exercise. Your one knee is starting to uh, will be, be hurting in about three or four days. And if it starts to hurt in three or four days, you start to believe everything the damn thing says. That's also programmable. And I'm not a programmer. As I said, I'm a deprogrammer, if anything. Maybe not even that. Don't need a credential. So I would say just keep an eye on the whole situation and keep your distance. Don't use it any more than you have to. Sometimes if you're going somewhere, you need to use uh, um, the, the eye in the sky that's told you where your car is driving. So it's, 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 as you said in, in your question, it's difficult to just break away from the whole thing without the spiritual distancing that 
takes you into retreat. Some of us who go into solitary retreats for any length of time. Uh, I used to have people leave everything, all their phone and everything outside of the retreat. And now because of, get used to it. What if there's an emergency? So that's what, that's what the, the you know, the, uh, everybody, Wikipedia and, uh, and Twitter and Facebook, they all want control and power. You can tell. I mean, I mean you go into any detail there, it's all over the place. <clears throat> Everybody's trying to get control. And now that the medium uh, is different than just a, a landline, uh, it's uh, getting extremely exotic. So I would say, um, there's one thing that's more exotic than anything, any contraption they can come up with. And that's your mind. So don't miss your life by fighting with anything. Just aware, aware. If you're aware, then is this, uh, it's not even, this is the ultimate algorithm. It's because it's not an algorithm. It, it does not, it does not register space, time, all that's gone. And that's terrifying to ego. So therefore, to train your mind, it's going to be scary. That's why I'm here. I had a, I had a, uh, uh, I had training from a Mahasiddha, the Vajra master. He was a powerful teacher. And yet, he had all kinds of you know, people always pick on him about he did this and he drank too much and then he chased women or he, whatever. Yeah, I probably did do all that. But he, uh, I'm, you're still listening to me because of that person. Not not only that person, but Coben. So if you train your mind, you can see there the there the illusion of separation is just a, an astonishing um, illusion. It's like uh, it's an illusion. It's not. I know it looks so solid, doesn't it? I'm here. You're there. My hand is here. My hand is not your hand. Um, I'm old. You're really young. Uh, you're in good health. I'm in bad health. Uh, I can see a tree, and you can't. I can see a bird. There's a bird. Separation, separation, separation. This is so incredibly supportive of neurosis uh, or of separation and more on psychosis, schizophrenia, all those fancy uh, words that uh, may work or may not. But if you try to use that kind of thing, or if you fight with it, or if you join it, or if you try to be part of it, manipulate it, uh, then you get, because it is so, such a, uh, a huge, vast uh, complex of comings and goings and causes and conditions and, and control uh, consciousness that comes down to that level and wants to control so-called others. <clears throat> and, and I don't know exactly how it's going to show up, you know, everything from face recognition and software. The way they got, they have get that going is they, they make the thing where you can make an emoji of yourself by it and just let them do that. Now they got you. And of course, that might make the hair stand up back on the back of your neck because now, oh my gosh, the, the deep state has knows who I am. And well, not that you're that important, but if, if you got, you know, um, 50 million or three or four billion people, that's that's a lot of control for if they have that and they can go in and reverse engineer that whole situation so they can come back and send you something that you just, that is convincing. Because look what they just did. They just took your face and changed it. 
And one of the one of the interesting things, I'm sure they're trying to figure out how to do this about facial recognition is now everybody's got a mask on. So people can go out and they realize that even if you're on video, you know, and it's pretty hard to, it's usually the shape of the face that gets it rather than the, you know, the iris or something like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of a contemporary humor. This doesn't help much. This is kind of why I wanted to leave this open to uh, mountains and rivers. So if you have other questions in any direction you want to go, because it's so confusing right now, it might be good to, to do that. Ondo Bowling. Ondo. How do you think technology impacts um, communication of compassion? I'm thinking of uh, as a therapist, I'm using phone and video. How does compassion, how is it impacted Bowling? So, uh, you heard me say before, com compassion uh, is an aspect of, of wisdom, wisdom, compassion. Um, and, uh, and, and there's nobody that does compassion. When so if somebody's being compassionate, this is not compassion in the way that we're talking about it in this, uh, on this path. Um, uh, compassion may show up as allowing something to be respecting something, the confusion or the difficulty someone is having. That's difficult if you if the temptation to correct them uh, is based on your own self-centeredness that you know more, you've been through that, and you want to help them because you've been through so much. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying you couldn't. Of course, you can, you're going to be able to help people. The relative help is very important. You need to help people, especially if somebody has a flat tire. If you can help them, but if you if someone uh, needs whatever it may be, uh, but directly to your question, uh, the communication. Is, seems to be stronger uh, between, look at what we're doing here. People are all over the world here. And we're, I'm talking, and uh, what, 20, 30 people or something like that are, are uh, participating. Uh, but I think it, it might be uh, good to look at the idea of compassion. Compassion isn't, isn't a feeling for something. Or, or uh, it doesn't. This, this isn't something I'm getting out of a book. It's something I'm looking at. It is, it is about not separate. You're not separate. If you're not separate, if you know, if you know that what you're looking at is, is you, then the, the, then the way you attend to different things comes out of awareness rather than out of somebody, this person's hurt, that person's not. And I'm not saying it doesn't take that kind of a shape if it's like a hospital where the people coming and going or a medical center or a, a therapist as you're the kind of work that you do with people it needs to take those certain kinds of forms and those kinds of forms are going to be further and further um, I could say the word invaded because people that create that stuff want control they want I'm just generally I wouldn't say everybody does but even even uh, Steve Jobs was a incredible control freak you know we shared the same Zen master uh, except uh, the difference might be is uh, uh, I practiced and uh, and he practiced. That's the difference. And you know what I'm saying. I did what I thought was practice. He did what he thought was practice. Go ahead, Ondo. Fine. Um, do you think you would have um, been as connected to Trumpa if you had been only over the... Um, I, I, I kind of doubt it, 
but it's it's difficult to kind of backtrack and look at it because the causes and conditions are so, I mean, to say they're complicated is an understatement. Uh, I, I had to sit in front of him alone, but that was just me. I'm not saying other people who, who never met him don't consider them their, their root teacher you know, because his, uh, his writings, I first met him through his writings. That was scary enough. Uh, in uh, 1973 to start reading uh, The Structure of Ego and Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism, which I highly recommend you read a hundred times. It's a powerful teaching, and it's, uh, it's somebody who is in his native language. This, that that, that uh, consciousness has been around for many, many centuries. It just happened to show up as the Vidyadara. But it's not, it was not that, that was, I'm not, this is not magical thinking here, and I'm not drawing any conclusions. And I say, on top of everything, don't believe what I say. You can listen. You can listen. You might, you might realize that your particular perception, your consciousness, are, don't belong to anybody. You might realize that the particular karma that brought you into the, this world uh, gives you a certain hands, gives you a certain kind of uh, shaped head, uh, all the certain skin color. There are just innumerable things that are going on. And then if you have a uh, hundred people that are all, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that when there's multiple births? Probably not a hundred, but six or, you know, uh, twins. Just like to look at the difference between uh, 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 Michael and, uh, and, and Michael's uh, a brother. Big, I mean, they look alike. Well, kind of, except Michael's more handsome probably. But uh, look alike, but a lot of difference in the way they live their life and the way they're doing things. So they have a lot of similarity. So I would say that uh, with the trunk parampate, uh, I, I personally need to meet him, but, but without being uh, no kind of magical thinking, but I, I met him way before this lifetime. And it's not, as I say, don't believe it. I'm not to believe anything. I'm not here to convince you. It's not a fact. Facts are relative truth. Uh, with a stopwatch. As, as uh, uh, Suzuki Roshi once said, uh, and they made it a title of one of his books, not always so. You can't find anything that's always the case. It may be granite for a million years, but then it changes to something else. So a deeper or further or more expanded question around technology, Ondo, Senshu bowing. Senshu. In my work, I encounter quite a few people who tell me that they don't believe that there's a virus, and um, and they go on from there. That this is a government ploy. Yeah. Um, and when that comes up, it often feels like a brick wall. Yeah, it's not a brick wall. I don't know what to say. You can't meet, um, you can't meet a person that isn't a brick wall. But go ahead. I apologize for interrupting. Go ahead, sent you. Um, I'm just wondering what my responsibility is. Bowing. Just receive. You're, you're not going to be able to. Just like we're not going to be able to completely take down the, the crazy racism that's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. You can't just knock it over. You know, people have to transform themselves have to transfer your, there's a, there's a reason that your skin, my skin, 
and everybody else's skin, regardless of color or shape or age or anything, but we're separated from each other. You get this much autonomy. This is your school. Go to school. Be a student from now on. Stop teaching everybody. Don't teach unless you absolutely have to. Don't do it. Please don't. Don't do it. Don't interfere with other people. And your your uh, function as a therapist, I'm not saying you, you wouldn't use certain techniques or ideas about how to help somebody as you see different ways that you could work with them, but always work with them uh, and be on receive and say, uh, and be on receive. And you'll be, if you're really, and I know you're good at this, so you're, you're, on, you're so much on receive that they actually think that, that they think that you agree with them. That's why they love you. Everybody likes to have a therapist who's also their friend. And, but let them come to you and find out that you don't buy that. And if they buy it, find it that way, then they already have a very smooth path of relating to you where you're very, you know, you know, you're a very accessible uh, style personality, not a compliment, just a description. You know, your, your, your kindness or your spontaneity is very natural. It's not ramped up in order to control people. You know, you, you don't even want to control Rumi. <laughs> Sorry, that's very funny. But just receive, you see, like your your idea about it showed up as a, it's a brick wall. I just receive that because that was your projection. So just receive the projection. Uh, create uh, an atmosphere. And I don't, it isn't about creating. It's just stop filling up the completely open dimension of being. Uh, with our ideas and our and our and our bull. I mean, I'm doing it right now. Obviously, I'm running my mouth. I do this every few days, but I never know what I'm going to say. I don't know now. It says I I listen to you and I say just receive. I'm not saying that someone else might not ask me a very similar question, and I, I, and I might say, uh, you know, you need to get out of there, stay away from them. Don't don't be around them. It's dangerous to be around them. Or I might, so, you know, some kind of advice may arise out of causes and conditions that I look at when they're presented to me by you know, anyone, my, 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 one of my sons or my daughter or my wife or one of my students. I might change directions about that. But it's in your function there as much as you can. And I know, I know you're doing everything on Zoom, but as much as you can receive and then extend the receiving by asking and by without invest without uh, uh, interrogating, but ask about really tiny things about them so that there's more. And uh, you could use the word trust. Uh, I, they might use it or anybody might use it. I don't really use that so much as, uh, as they, they get to know you and they get and they hear and they're going to, there's a, more of a chance they may listen to what you would actually respond to. If it would, if it would, but you can't really come out and say, you know, you, you. Um, it looks like your uh, your ideas are, are cement or solid rock. You're not willing to budge. You're fixated. They're not probably not ready to hear that. I'm not saying somebody might not be, but that would it. It should come uh, be choiceless. It'd be just that's the obvious thing you have to do. If you put it on receive, this is communication. Just listen. Just look. Just receive. Just be genuine. You're not really separate from the person you're talking to. I'm not separate from anyone here. Separated, 
somewhat, but not separate. Further, further uh, question about that? Uh, I'll send you. Sure. You mentioned a little earlier, and I think you mentioned this before, how perception or consciousness doesn't belong to anybody. Yes. Is yeah. is there a quality, or is there is the perception sovereign? No. Consciousness is sovereign, but the word doesn't even apply because there isn't anything else. So the, the perception part of it where it it, uh, uh, it <clears throat> shrinks, you could say, shrinks down into a particular perception of something. That's why that's where the illusion arises, because it looks like there's something else instead of the subjectivity, objectivity uh, are not are fundamentally not two different things. But that has to be that has to show up in the consciousness and, and the understanding. Then this is called liberation then you're actually liberated. It's an astonishing situation where nothing has occurred. It's just a, a whole lot of things have stopped happening. And one of them is the the panic of losing control. And that's based on thinking there is somebody who can control and there's something to be controlled. It is a, a, a grand illusion. And so and you're coming back to your question, uh, as, and as I say this, when I say coming back to your question, that's a phraseology. That's actually a phrase filler. Because when I say that, I want to I help you. When I'm starting to say coming back to your question, I have no idea what your question was. I have no idea what I'm going to say. I just use language or language uses me so that I can communicate. So regardless of what you do, I just say it real. I meet you where you're at. I don't meet you with answers, with ideas, with beliefs or opinions. I don't meet you with anything. So when you uh, uh, when you attain realization, we won't have much to say to each other. How do I see what you're pointing to and not just matching up a description to an experience that I think is what you're pointing to? Oh, thank you. All you do have to do is watch that you're coming to a conclusion about it. Just watch the conclusion. Yeah, because it, just keep it as radical and simple and minimalist as possible. So you just watch the conclusion part because that's the ego. Now, when, when, you, when one, uh, the conventional way, when one is realized or liberated, the, the ego still functions. It will still, it will still, but there's no demand. So you would still grasp for this. You would still make a sandwich. You would still write a poem. Uh, you would still uh, um, uh, review a book on Amazon. You would still function just fine, but there would be no, the separation would be, uh, maybe uh, show up to others, but generally it would just show up to you, to you that there wasn't anything else. That everything is just a vast ocean, to use a, a big metaphor, even bigger than that. And that the, the appearance of being a little grain of sand, this is where the grain of sand metaphor comes. And when you realize this, you realize that, that it's an incredibly vast, expansive, physical situation. 
and that aspect of it is like you're a grain of sand. You're nobody. And then the, the then the re realization going deeper, as I used the metaphor earlier, then then it changes from the grain of sand into you're the desert. That's the final stage uh, metaphor for the stage before you the final realization, which is uh, nothing in particular. So continue to do Shoto. Continue to watch your your mind do that. Uh, what I hear there as your Dharma teacher is awareness. And I, I, I'm, I see that you're in a particular area. I don't call it a stage because then it looks like everything's stair steps and it's not. Uh, stage three is actually the beginning. Stage 18 is uh, uh, the middle and stage 54, of course, is the end. Well, no, it's actually further than that. And I'm being silly, but I'm just saying, you can do that all you want, but it does not, all it does is satisfy the self-centered the ego mind is worried about success and failure, life and death. There's nothing can die. I'm not saying you won't hurt or won't be suffering. I've been getting some extra teaching these days by having sharp prongs stuck in my leg. Quite helpful. Doesn't feel good. I don't like it, but it's helpful to get a really intense dose of uh, the abrasion of your nerve endings. Uh, in this case, it's not even the nerve ending. It's the the train track that leads to them. It's the nerve itself. So, but to observe that, to actually observe that without abandoning that for your ideas about it. Difficult. And coming back to your question, Shoto, uh, that's what you're, you're saying. How do I do that without uh, uh, bringing some other kind of idea around it to see if I can uh, uh, shimmy up a tree without a tree? More? You have more? That's a good one. You could go further if you have it. Sure, going. Yeah, the area that's coming up for me is is just a general speediness or um, impatience with things. Yes. And when I reflect on your teachings, it doesn't seem like that's um, something I'm encouraged to stop doing, but rather to watch it. So does... Yes. Does that speediness come out of a of a misunderstanding or a confusion? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, I think there's a, to uh, to find uh, the any kind of first cause around that is uh, it may be helpful, and if you're using psychology or anything like that, then you could you would look for or if you're programming or using that kind of problem solving. Then that works. The, the The difficulty with that is it's it's always a half measures, and not the kind of half measures that I talk about to use as a helping to train the awareness. But they actually they go so far, and then we kind of settle because we realize that we can do this forever. You know, it's like um, it's some kind of ongoing process that's very repetitive. That's just circular. And so what I say, stay with the first. First thought, the first thing that happened rather than to, to use the very first thought or first impression or first perception of that, use that just because that's the mode that it shows up in is to, to go a different direction or expand on that or start to learn to crochet. You know, you could actually just stay with the crochet needles. Leave them on the counter, but, but don't take your eyes off of them. In other words, don't 
don't shut down on the perception of whatever is there or add your ideas to it or grasping or modify what is there into something that is more palatable or more, more acceptable. At least I feel like I'm making some progress. You can't, you can't make pro a true, true spiritual path to headed for ultimate truth, transcending this world without leaving it. Transcending this world, whether you leave it or not, it's not the whole body-mind complex looks so very important. And it is important, but it's not everything. It's very limited. It's very ignorance. It's very focused. Sometimes people who run into how vast and how, how limitless, it's an understatement, this world is, if there's still some kind of a essence of self-centeredness happening, it can get very frightening, very difficult. Sometimes that individual could just close off for the rest of that life and and just uh, do something that's safer. And we all know people that that are very, very intelligent, maybe more intelligent than you are or I am, and yet because of fear, they close down and they have a little uh, trunk burn, which they call it a cocoon of our beliefs, opinions, ideas, what we vote for, what we like, what we don't like. Uh, we even say it, and you'll even hear it in people's phraseology. Well, I've always believed. Well, do you believe in that? What do you think about what I'm thinking about? And we keep that endless uh, merry-go-round that we don't even know is spinning going. We think there's actually a person getting somewhere or uh, warding off danger or failure. That's the other one, success and failure. Sure, bowing. Yes. Is, is an appropriate expression of my life happen to just be more intense and speedy than some other people? Sure. Yeah, you're just, for as big as you are, you just move awfully fast. Yeah. Yes. Not, not, to make, not to make light of that. Yes, yeah, you're, your style is very, you, you think very fast and you, and you, you jump around to one thing, not, not a criticism, just a, a description of the way you're your mind works in the way you think. It's uh, highly on the move all the time. And uh, I'm not telling you to stop doing that. I, I want to help you where you're at and meet you where you're at. And every, everyone here that I've talked to or uh, interacted with a lot, I, as I said, I don't read minds. I don't need to because everything you are and everything you're doing and who you are and who you think you are and your very cover-up of your, of your uh, uh, Buddha nature which shows up as what your ego or your no matter how refined and kind and tentative it is and even humble it can be seen and not not just because i'm so wonderful because i'm nobody i just i manifest as a personality have a pretty strong personality i'm sure you've noticed but there's nobody home there's no there's no being here there's no solid and there's no solid person there you can realize this it's an astonishing thing to be nobody and everybody at once. Astonishing. And, and uh, you, know, you don't have to do compassion. You are compassion. But you, but you won't do it as an individual because you'd explode if you actually allowed your radar to go in every direction. You'd just, you, that would be that. You'd blow up if you did it in a relative individual sense of having concern for everyone that you have uh, have a, um, a 
affiliation with, I guess you could say. So just go slow. And that means going slow for you, Shoto, might be, you know, way at the end, other end of the ball field before the game's even begun. And then you then you would look around and say, did I win or did I? And I would say, yeah, you, you won. You won. There's compassionate people around there, they'll, they'll play along with you. Yeah, you don't have to change. I can say this to everybody, you don't have to be somebody else. Just find out who you are. I know who you fundamentally are, not just your surface personality or or being a therapist or being a doctor and just looking around or being an artist uh, or being a, a little child worshiping the Buddha. <laughs> yes. We could go ahead and close. Okay. Unless